Hi, welcome to episode number five of Fashionpreneur Talk with Gitana Styling Podcast. My name is Sandra Mateo Yari. I am a fashion stylist, a blogger, and a business consultant. This podcast is about uh, having genuine conversations about fashion entrepreneurship and getting your questions answered. So remember, you can always send you uh, send us our, your questions at info at gitanastyling.com. Gitana is G-I-T-A-N-A uh, styling.com. We also want to invite you to hang out with us inside our free Fashion Entrepreneur Club Hangout Facebook group. Um, just go to Facebook and type fashion entrepreneur club hangout in there uh, we host online events we share tips and we talk about how to grow our fashion businesses so today is episode number five and I have an amazing guest with us today we're gonna talk about the topic of sustainability which is very popular right now in the fashion industry and we're not only gonna talk about you know clothing and how to be sustainable in our wardrobes but also about business how to be sustainable in our businesses and um, my guest today is the perfect person to share this information with you her name is Elsa Botarik and she's a personal stylist just like me and I met uh, Elsa a little while ago we mean she actually contacted me because of a project that she's gonna talk about today and we've been in touch for a while and we'll be getting to know each other more and more and you know sustainability is a big part of what she does so I wanted to bring her in and talk a little bit about this so help me welcome Elsa Elsa awesome to have you here hi how are you I'm okay and you thank you for having me it's a pleasure my pleasure we're so happy to have you here today and why don't we just you know start telling people a little bit about you and what you do sure so uh, I'm a personal stylist. Um, I help my client to create wardrobe that embody their personal style and fit the lifestyle. So my philosophy with uh, personal styling, it's really about building a wardrobe for my client that is really circular over time. And what I mean by that is um, I want to make sure that they will use every single piece of outfit they have in the wardrobe and uh, that will, um, you know, they won't feel that they need to buy more after a session with me. So that's really my, my philosophy, how I work with my clients. Um, the, the, the philosophy of a 30 time cost per wear, making sure that everything they buy is going to be used at least 30 times. Awesome, amazing. I agree 100% with you as a stylist myself. I'm always about, you know, it's better to invest in something that you know that you're gonna use and, you know, keep using it. I mean, I have pieces in my wardrobe that I had forever and I just, you always find new ways of styling them and you can always add new elements, accessories and things. Um, and you know replace basics and things like that but it's really important i think the most sustainable thing you can do is really uh love your wardrobe and and really use it and find the pieces that you are able to use and reuse over time sure and also think that you know a, a lot of people have a misconception about the importance of being a personal stylist because it's often you know associated with the, the 
the fakeness of the fashion industry, the old glamorous aspect of it. Well, realistically, <laughs> stylists are really solving a problem. Uh, a problem of women and men, I mean more for women of obviously, yeah. who generally speaking only wear 30% of their wardrobe. And, and the reason of that is because they just don't know how to shop. And knowing how to shop is taking few things into consideration, which definitely start by understanding your lifestyle. What do you really need from Monday to Friday? Understanding um, your body shape, walking around your budget. And those three key are elements in order for you to build a wardrobe that will sustain over time. And through that, you know, um, those basic elements, you can creates a, a statement style and, and go a little bit more toward you know the creativity aspect of, of, of styling and that to me I think is element before even buying anything um, and, and 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 trust me I I, I used to be a, a shopping alcoholic uh, <laughs> shopping, <laughs> shopping like I didn't even know why I would go shopping yeah. until you know, I, I got in this industry and, and, and that, you know, eventually turned to be my, 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 my job, what I do, what I love to do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I have to say that even buying less, buying less and buying more specific is making my life more exciting when I dress up every day. Yes, it's like, it's like a challenge, right? I mean, I, I love every time I go, you know, I'm going to buy something. When I buy a piece, I already in my head, it's like, oh, I can wear this with this. I can wear this with that. I can repurpose this in so many ways. And, you know, like you said, there's some misconception. People think that, oh, she's a personal stylist or a fashion stylist and she might have, you know, a closet full of many things. But for us, it's actually the opposite. It's about really learning what are those pieces that we can use and reuse and make it exciting uh, with what we have. And of course, incorporating some trends here and there to have fun, but basically having those wardrobe staples, which is basically the basis of sustainability which i wanted to ask you you know what do you think about this movement that is happening right now in the industry every everywhere you go everything is about sustainability and having you know paying your workers well and using the right kind of fabrics and what do you think about that stuff well i think that um you know there is definitely uh something happening there is definitely um a movement and uh, I think that it's it's actually amazing. Um, more and more um, consumer um, wants to uh, know what are behind the scene of what they are actually buying. But I think the reality is um, we are still in a system of fast fashion that will not um, end overnight. So um, I think that um, in order to start being sustainable, as I always say, it's really start from your wardrobe. And, and, and when I say that, I mean, I work with, with different um, type of, of customer and, you know, we have to be realistic that not everyone can afford to buy quality fashion. Mm -hmm. Not everyone can afford to buy organic, cotton t-shirt at 50 pounds instead of Primark t-shirt mm -hmm. but 
I think the problem is really about buying less and, and really buying better and, and, and really asking fundamentally this question, do I really need that? And how many times I'm going to wear this piece? And if you can make a better choice, if you can afford something better, to me there is, I wouldn't say there is no excuse, but you know, if, 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 if offer yourself that opportunity of, of changing. And change doesn't need to happen overnight. It's like when you want to lose weight or have a better lifestyle, change happens on a daily basis. Um, and, and I definitely think that it's, it's an opportunity to, to shop differently. You see, you know, for instance, the, the second-hand market is, is clearly rising. Um, the rental uh, fashion oh, yes. market as well it's, it's booming um you know we also have this trend of uh shopping detox um it's it's really shifting but it's still very minor comparing to the current impact the fast fashion has you know on the environment um but it's very exciting i think it's very very exciting and i'm very excited about this movement um and um, it's definitely a philosophy that I adapt to to my um, to my process as a personal stylist uh, with my client and with myself as well. Um, and 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 actually, it makes it more excited to you, know, you have a certain value for uh, the thing that you buy that you didn't have before. Like if I just remember when I was H&M and Zara addict, I didn't have that pleasure yeah. to take the time yeah. to, you know, go around and, yeah. you know, yeah, I was just get in, get it, let's go and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Totally or, oh God, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, you yeah. know, something is really bad right now in my life and yeah. you know, Zara, Zara therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. And that's why I think, you know, the education part is, is plays a big piece. And I think, you know, the younger uh, generations are starting to understand that a little bit more, even though there's still a lot of fast fashion and everything, because, you know, it's not only the consumer, it's also obviously the big corporations who are, you know, putting this out there too so it's 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 a it's a big battle um, but I think the education part is playing a, a big uh, part of it and also I think this era of entrepreneurship that it's all around us I mean people are really turning into you know they want to shop small they want to uh, you know support local and that's helping and I think entrepreneurs just like you which I'm very excited about uh, to talk about the project that you're working on right now, you guys are bringing to the table um, solutions to this problem. And some people, you know, they are producing at home instead of going overseas, or they're, you know, more conscious about the products that they're putting out there. But in your case, I mean, I think you have done this brilliantly with the project that you're working on um, because you have made it. So it goes back to, you know, the service that you offer, which is basically styling. And I want you to tell them a little bit more about your, your project that you're working on right now. Okay, so um, I'm working on Rebirth Style, which is um, an online styling platform. And um, 
the way Reverse Style was born was um, this idea uh, when a lot of um, a lot of people would tell me, oh, but buying sustainable fashion is just, you know, it's just not trendy. I don't have the time to look for the brand. Um, I feel like I'm a compromise on my style. It's too expensive. All, all of this thing. And so really, you know, the idea was really to, to bring first the solution of personal styling that fits your lifestyle online. Uh, making this uh, offering uh, more mass and more affordable because we are now, you know, obviously online. Um, but by the same token, introducing sustainable fashion brand um, out of their out of this online styling station. Mm-hmm. And the idea was, I mean, was and is also to to build um, a community of stylists which um, have the possibility to build the business as well on the platform uh, by being uh, completely uh, independent on the way they uh, they work with, with clients but by the same token you know also build on this knowledge and skill for sustainable fashion brand Mm-hmm. A lot of the stylists that are um, right now, we are we are seven on the platform, and for most of them, I mean, they obviously knew about sustainable fashion, but they were not specifically, um, you know, skilled just for being a stylist about sustainable fashion. And the idea was on to honestly bring people together, solving this issue, and not just to say, okay you are um, a stylist that is still working with brands that are not sustainable, I don't want you on the platform. Or you are a customer that is still buying fast fashion, I don't want to hear from you. I think this is the big uh, issue we have sometimes mm-hmm. and, and and this trend, because sustainable fashion is also a trend now, but we also, I also came across a lot of you know, people telling me, oh, I'm 100% against this, I'm 100% against that. But the reality, we need to come together, I join forces to make that shift happen and make it change. Mm-hmm. And make that change, it means still embracing the fact that we are not 100% perfect, but we can make it happen. Um, and that was, um, you know, that is the idea beyond reverse style. And uh, the idea of bringing personal styling services um, online is, is also something very exciting to me. Amazing. I love it. I love it. And like you said, you know, it's it's small things. It's going to take time, um, but it's taking small te- steps here and there. And, you know, if you don't know about this and you want to have a more sustainable um, wardrobe and you want to, you know, be part of the movement, the great, you know, a great first step is to, you know, work with a stylist that can provide that kind of advice and that can guide you a little bit in this journey, no? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Amazing, very good. So I'm familiar with the with the platform. Um, I, you know, I'm very excited about it, and um, I want to tell my customers about it. And um, I think it's brilliant how you put it together. You give us a stylist access to uh, brands that you know uh, that offer these these kind of clothing. There's vintage. There's um, there's thrifting. There's all kinds of things, and also uh, you know. Uh, brands that have been vetted by you that that you know that they're they're sustainable and that I think that's very amazing because it gives us also uh, it takes the work 
out of that uh, also, you know, we don't have to do the research. Um, I know that you're behind it and you're doing the work because you truly believe in this. So also for the stylist is a big plus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's still, and it will always be um, a learning curve for uh, everybody. Yes. Uh, you know, there are many things to, to, to be taught in this, uh, in this area of fashion. Yes. Uh, yes. And I think that's why it is very exciting. And, and um, I mean, I, I, just, I just love it, honestly. I never thought I would have ended up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's amazing. And I want to tell you, I don't remember right now the name of the, of the documentary I watched. It's a really famous one, and I can't believe I don't remember. Oh, um, the cost of, um, oh. Uh, cost of fast fashion or something like that I don't remember as well but I know it's a big movie about it it probably uh, is that one I watched it I don't know like two years ago there was because in here in Arizona there's a big movement also of the sustainability and we actually have an eco-friendly uh, fashion week that just started I think like two years ago maybe I think this year was the second one and they you know they do a whole week of different events and panels and all that kind of stuff for the people who are listening who are from arizona uh, label board uh, which is our local um, fashion incubator here in arizona is puts it together and these are people who are very passionate about it and i went to one of the events and they were showing this um documentary and to me like you said before you know you used to go to maybe sarah or h&m or you know people go to forever 21 or whatever and i don't i don't want to bash any companies but i know that you know oh we're bored we're depressed we're whatever it may be you go and you buy something and i've been doing it less and less just because i know about this movement and everything but when i watched that documentary i i haven't been able to go back it's been two years and i haven't been able to go back to these stores <laughs> because, are you, are oh you talking about the true cost i think that's the one yes it yeah. shows you how people work over there you know the sacrifices they have to make, the poor quality, like all from every aspect that you can imagine. It's just horrible. I know. It's just know. really, really, really. And you know, I'm not a fanatic, but I, I've always believed in like, you have to take care of the things you have. Uh, you have to buy quality over quantity because it lasts longer. You're gonna spend less. You're gonna look better. You're gonna feel better, like all these things. But also seeing the behind the scenes of what's happening in the industry has given me like a new perspective. So that's why I'm very, you know, excited about this movement and everything you're doing because I think more people need to know about these things and I always say you know I really I mean you know it's completely normal that some people can say well I can't afford buying better quality and as I said I, I, I always say you know try second hand you might be surprised what you can find there and of course okay, really you can't you, you can't afford then you know at least instead of going uh, shopping every week maybe try to reduce that to once every two months or once every three months or maybe try to give yourself some detox out of buying that much yeah. um, so the point is anyone can make an impact mm -hmm. in your own way um, there's no golden rule um, yeah. find your way to change something and I think if you start to look at it that way 
you know, it's already a change. Um, and fashion doesn't have to be, you know, uh, I mean, I, I'm sad that fashion now is seen as this second most polluting industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fashion is beauty, fashion is art, fashion is an expression of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, it's, it's, it's somehow a shame <laughs> to yes. see that unfortunately it has turned to be something else. Yeah. If we are buying, um, I think it was um, when I read that, 400% more since the 90, 1980s, mm-hmm. it's insane, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. I agree. I agree. So let's let's put this stuff into action. And you know, as you know, our audience, uh, most of them for this podcast, it's uh, fashion entrepreneurs like ourselves that are building their fashion businesses. How can we as entrepreneurs uh, make an impact? What kind of things we can do? What do you recommend? There's some things that we can do to be more sustainable that we can apply, we can do. Um, well, it depends if you are talking about being sustainable, generally speaking, or just with a focus on fashion. Um, I mean, being sustainable, uh, generally speaking, I think starts with being true to uh, your value. And it basically uh, works in a little bit the same way when you are talking about being sustainable in fashion Mm -hmm. because being sustainable in fashion to me start by building a sustainable wardrobe which is true to your core and your core is your lifestyle who you are an individual your body shape what do you really need and i i I think anything you do um starts by being realistic honest and true to your value and that is the way I believe to be um, the way of building something that is sustainable over time. Okay, amazing, amazing. Um, okay, so just to wrap up this topic about the sustainability movement, where do you think this is going? Like, uh, of course, we don't we don't know what the future holds, but from your perspective, you know, the research you do, the the project that you're working on. Where do you think this going? This is something that's gonna die soon? Is it a trend? Uh, what do you think? Um, I don't think sustainable sustainable fashion will die. Um, I think it will actually carry on to grow. Uh, as I said earlier, it's still a little bubble comparing to uh, you know uh, the fast fashion uh, industry, which is a real problem. Um, I think that it's an exciting opportunity for um, designer to maybe review the business model starting with the design. I think that everything is really starting with the design. It's really about creating a piece that you know consumer will want to uh, keep, so piece that lasts. I think that um, there is definitely an opportunity uh, for uh, upcycling you know leftover fabric therefore recreating from you know from old uh, which can be very exciting um and uh 
fabric innovation, which I'm not an expert at, but I know a little bit about it. <laughs> okay. So I, I definitely think that there's a lot of room for a solution. Um, also starting by building a wardrobe that is really meaningful and that you are really going to use, yeah. meaning buying less, being more, being more uh, minimalistic, uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's what comes to mind right now. Uh, when okay. I... So for you guys who are listening, maybe you're a designer who is sustainable and you want to, you know, uh, you know, do do your part in this, or maybe you are an entrepreneur and you know you want to wear, uh, have shop less, have more options, uh, you know, be more sustainable with your wardrobe, or maybe you're a stylist like myself who wants to really offer this option, right, to to your clients. You know where to go. It's Reverse Style, and what's the website? Is it ReverseStyle.com, Elsa? Yes. Yes, reversestyle.com and you can ask Elsa or send me a, a message and we'll be happy to help you with that. She go check out the website and um, I don't know, Elsa, is there any other project or anything in particular that you want to share with the audience? Well, I also offer my one-on-one -on -one personal styling session. Yes. Uh, which can be found on elsadestyling.com. Uh, and I work with men and women. I've been trained and I'm a certified personal stylist for both. So uh, I'm definitely uh, open to welcome, to welcome you for a consultation. Um, so that's it for now. <laughs> okay, amazing. So make sure to send me all those links so I share them uh, with our audience, your personal styling, the website, everything, so people get can get in contact with you. Um, it's it's so great to have you here in the podcast. I think this we should keep having this conversation, and we you know should do our part. And I'm I'm, I'm so happy to have met you and and you know be part of this with you. Um, I think you're doing something amazing in the industry, and uh, I know you're gonna have tons of success. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, like I said, this has been episode number five. We'll share all the links and information um, so you can contact Elsa and get involved. And we will see you guys very soon. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>